We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everybody, welcome to Gaming Golf, the Tour Championship Preview. Jeff Erickson here with Jeff Ritter from Morning Read and SI Golf and Scott Chenstad from Rotowire. Gentlemen, how are you doing? FedEx Fever, man. Doing well. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, busy day for everybody involved, so let's get rolling. We had uh, the BMW last week. What an epic battle on Sunday. I didn't... You know, it was a birdie fest. That's one thing I'd complain about the course, but it was, they somehow got to perfect drama anyhow. Cantlay versus Bryson the whole weekend was just phenomenal, phenomenal, fun, fun golf to watch. I was, I was living and dying. I had uh, I had Cantlay at 22 to one, and there were three different times where I thought I was done. I had uh, I had Cantlay, Bryson, and Rory on my DraftKings team. It was a uh, it was my best week of the season by far. It was a lot of fun, and I can't believe Bryson missed all those putts to win, and Cantlay made all of them. Cantlay's right. shot gain putting was like the highest in the history of the PGA Tours, fourteen point six, just the most ridiculous, insane win. It was it was bonkers. Onions, onions yeah. all over the place. Every, Bryson. Every the funny time. thing is, Bryson was second best in strokes uh, gain yeah. putting for the whole weekend too. And he just missed. Like he just the back missed like, nine on, yeah. yeah. He he missed like five to win it in the back nine. But I mean, just yeah. it was it was. It, and Cantlay, I mean, I've never seen a guy make every 15, 20 foot putt for three hours. It was. It was I wild. I thought it was over on seventeen. When when Cantlay put yeah, it in the water too. on seventeen, I thought uh, I, I walked away for sure. Went, went to check on baseball for a sec. Went to get a drink. Came back. Cantlay had made the bogey putt, and I was like, oh. It's on, and then then and then Bryson missed his par putt. I'm like, he was he was down on. down one, and it went in the water. Like that was that was yeah. a wrap right there. Yeah, exactly. I gotta say, I mean, FedEx jokes aside, I mean, the PGA Tour is getting what it wanted. You know, like, yeah. like as they shifted the schedule around, they cleared things out so they could get this playoff in before football season starts. Yep. Yeah, it's a cash grab for a bunch of you know athletes who are already very rich beyond their wildest dreams, but. Man, that was really good. I mean, we're talking about golf, and you know, we still got a couple weeks before NFL season starts, and golf, it still feels like it's 
forced its way to the center of not just, I mean, we have plenty of great storylines for golf fans, but even it's still in that kind of like mainstream sports discussion with all this Bryson related drama swirling around it. And then you've got him at the, at the center of everything on, on the weekend. So it's been really good. And, and the tournament before the Northern trust was pretty darn good too. That was, a, that was a good tournament as well. Although we had the delay of a day and all that, but it still was fascinating to watch. Let's jump right in. We got a st- super strange setup this week. It's only 30 golfers, first of all. The start on second base rule. Nobody likes it. I I, I don't think. From a gaming perspective, it's terrible. You like I, it. I like it from a viewing perspective. I don't like it from a DK perspective. But yeah. I always thought the old way was super confusing. You had the year where like Tiger won and the crowd's going nuts, but Justin Rose wins and he wins 10 million. It was all weird. I think I'd go a little bit maybe more pressed together from starting on second base, but I uh, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, 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 I might be the only one. I fully admit that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I mean, it's funny, like the, you know, Len was explaining it, like the, the world golf rankings, however, they do like the shot, the strokes winner is the winner of their tournament, according to them, for in terms oh. of like tallying for the world golf ranking, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, you know, for us mm-hmm. playing playing fantasy, it's it's confusing, too. It's very uh, confusing. So that, that's the chart. But we have 30 golfers. We got 30 minutes, less than 30 minutes. We can do a minute of golfer here. Let's just jump right into it there. Cantlay is at 13-4. He's, you know, he's he starts off at minus 10. That's he's not priced as high as previous leaders were going into the, you know, the last couple of years by a long shot, too. It used to be, I think DJ is 15-5 last year. He's 13-4 this year. Jeff, what do you think about that? Well, like you said, it's it the market does not see him as the overwhelming choice that right. uh, past golfers have have been at this stage. So, uh, I mean, certainly anybody, any golfers played their way to the top heading into East Lake has got to be the favorite. I was trying to figure out how many, how many points he starts with in DraftKings. Is there a math? Is there an equation for that? I was trying to pull There's that no, up here. He, does, he doesn't start with anything. He just, he just, he, the finishing points counts as if you win, you get 30 points. So he just, he's in a huge edge to get those points at the end, but he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't start with anything at the top. Yeah, okay, even so if he doesn't win, he gets like, yeah, he, he's a huge favorite to at least get some bonus points, regardless. Correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. Got it. And okay. that those, those points fall off so fast that winning, you're going to have to get the winner. I think winning's 30 seconds, 20, and then it, it gets really, you know, slower from there. But winning in second is both huge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's only 30 golfers, and, you know, there's some guys that are costing five, $5,000. You know, you, you have to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you pretty, you have to get the winner here. And, but that's, you know, you're also paying a lot for those guys at the top. So let's get right to it. He's 13-4, Rom's 13,000. Let's just look at those two first together. Are you paying for one of one or one of those guys this week? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're Which that one? good and you're giving them a head start. Uh I think I'm going to I I like the golf course for both of them. I don't it's can't lay I I think maybe can't lay in a little bit uncharted water. Rom's had a little more experience in this kind of like elite, um, this type of pressure. I, I mean, for these guys now, this this is like this is a lot of money, even for golfers who are incredibly wealthy. I'm going to lean Rom, uh, just out of the fact that he's won a major this year and maybe is just maybe getting a little like chasing the carrot as opposed to just starting, you know, staring at himself on the leaderboard right out of the gate. But I, that's splitting hairs. I, I really I can make a case for either one. But I feel like I'm inclined to build around one or the other because they are just so clearly the hottest golfers on the planet right now. And you're giving them a head, head start on the scoreboard. So for this format, I think you got to – hard to not to build around one or the other. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it depends how you build, too. I mean, the key with this is we see these huge numbers, but you got to realize that there are really good players like in the five and six thousands this week. We never get that. I mean, there's a, there's a couple guys in the five thousands that I'll have on every team. So I'll probably build. Uh, there's I built with uh, I built with Rom and then another guy in the tens. As I was kind of playing around with it, you can actually build like Rom, a guy in the tens, and a guy in the nines if you want three cheapers. So it's kind of how you build it. But I think you got to get the winner, and I, I think John Rom uh, ends up winning the FedEx Cup. So I'm gonna I'm gonna build around Rom too. All right. Uh, I think the only problem with that is I think. He's going to be like ridiculously heavy owned, but because there's only 30 golfers, maybe you don't care about ownership. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and it, the funny thing is we talk about Rom and Cantley. I mean, Bryson and or Bryson and Finau are starting ahead of Rom. So, I mean, Finau's at what minus eight. And I think uh, Bryson's at minus seven and, and Rom's minus six. So I, I like Rom the most, but he's still getting up a couple shots to those guys too. I mean, it's, it's, it's not easy to win that way. Yeah, it is. It, it, I mean, it, it, it isn't, you're right yeah. about that. Okay. Bryson Finau. They, they, they start off ahead of Rom. They're cheaper. Bryson's 12-3. Finau's 11-8. Uh, let's, I, I'll look at them as, we'll put them as the next tier, guys. Uh, do you, can you afford one from them and one from the top tier? Or how, how are you going to make everything fit this week? You, you can. I try to do it. I'm not going to play either one. I think that uh, I don't love how Finau's played. He obviously won that tournament. Uh, he hit really well. But he's lost strokes on approach and – Four of the last six weeks. I just think he got hot at the right time. Uh, I'm not playing. Uh, I'm not playing Bryson again. I think the course set up for him so well last week. I think it's a little tougher this week. More narrow fairways. It's not quite the bomb and gouge that was. A little more accuracy off the tee. And he was he was in a lot of fairways last week too. I couldn't believe how many times he hit the fairway on 18 until he finally hit in the water. But right. uh, I'm probably going to play Rom or Cantlay and then skip uh, skip Finau. Bryson is how I've been building it so far. I like uh, I like Finau more than Bryson. I agree with everything Scott said there about um, last week was one of those um, tracks that just fits Bryson's wheelhouse. Big ballpark, plenty of room to go hit it, go get it. He also did hit a lot of fairways, but I, I agree. I think I would I would lean Finau over Bryson for that tier. Funny when you said the two together, I, I actually thought, oh, that might be a Ryder Cup pairing. Finau Finau Bryson like that. That's poor, like, like the one poor, guy poor. Bryson's not feuding with. Uh, saying, what, do you, what, do you what do you have against What do you have against Finau to do that to him? Jeez. He's Dude, a nice he's guy. He's, he's not not actively feuding uh, with Bryson. So that's that's you like know the your... you know the Euros will put like Poulter and someone else who's not a bomber against them, and you know they'll they'll put put them and drive them crazy or something like that. I think, but uh, I don't know. Cantlay and Bryson honestly, together honestly, would be a fun pairing, by the way. They should honestly. You know what they should do? They should put Brooks and Bryson together because that will show everybody that they're fine. You know, they, sh- they if they can really work it out, oh, they should I, pair I, them I together and that. just send them out there as a big, you know, like it, it just like that shows the world that they're going to work together on this and the team is united. Otherwise, you got this weird rift in the locker room. And we'll do a nice wider cup show later, but I'm just saying no, that's no, if, if I was a captain, I'd be tempted to try it. Nobody can get ejected for yelling Brooksy either if Brooks is actually playing in the same pair. <laughs> That's true. That is a good point. Uh, there, there is a chance they play together this week, too, for that matter. Yep. We'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, Fino closed so well on Sunday. That made me think that, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm tempted. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. I, I, Jeff and I dismissed him at our peril a couple of weeks ago, I think. Or all three of us. That's right. Yeah. It was last week that you were out. Um, not two weeks ago. But so I, I, I throw you under the bus, too, along with us there. I, I think you get I think you get the lowest ownership of the four on Fina, which I think matters in a small field event like this, too. Right. Right. Let's go to the next tier. Uh, 11,000 JT, DJ 10-7, Jordan 10-4. Jordan's actually starts ahead of DJ. 
Uh, and Cam Smith at 10-1. Uh, interesting spots here for those guys. I, the, the form for JT is great. I'm tempted to go with him. What do you say, Jeff Ritter, I'll go to you. What do you what jumps out at you at this tier four, guys? Yeah, probably JT. It just it feels like it's starting to come back into focus for him as the summer's gone along. Uh Spieth has been a bit up and down. Uh Cam Smith is tempting also. Another guy who's he's knocked on the door a couple times. Could have he's come close to having a very big year. He still had a very good year. Um, but you know, kind of just look at who's who's most likely to come in fully motivated off this tier, thinking I can win this and I'm going to go make a bunch of birdies, which translates to a bunch of points in the DraftKings game. And I think it's probably Justin Thomas. I, I think he's probably the guy off here that just he, he has the aggressive style to begin with and he's feeling good. He can go low in a hurry. So I, I would lean JT off this group. Yeah, and it's kind of boring, but I'm JT in this range too. I just think he's been so good at this course. He's gained T to green in six straight tournaments really nicely in the last three. Just putted really badly last week, and I think he can he can figure that out. He had some putting issues during the year. I just uh, I don't love how DJ's playing right now. I don't love how Spieth's playing right now. Cam Smith's interesting, although he played really badly last week after the you know the ball that went 40 yards right in the water in the playoff the week before. Um, so you worry a little bit about how that's affecting him, but maybe he just needed a week to bounce back. But um, when I started building, I started Rom JT, and I really liked what I could do near the bottom. But I'm a, I'm a little worried in, a, in a, a field this small that there's gonna be a lot of Rom JT starts. Yeah, I mean, we go back to the the question. Does does ownership matter? I guess it always matters, but I think it matters a lot more in a week like this. Really, yeah. I would think it because everybody's owned. I guess, but yeah, but I just not. think every. I think normally, like it's so separated that high ownership is like seventeen percent. Like Rory was like twelve percent last week, but I mean, some yeah. of these guys you're gonna get thirty to forty percent on these guys. I think I think it matters because it's such a small field, and in golf, you know, anything can happen. If you get a guy, any of these guys are all great players. If you get someone that is owned, you know, lightly owned and has a really good week, it just makes such a huge difference in a small field like this. I think. The other question I want to ask is, is it, a, is it a mistake that I'm grouping these guys by price instead of by shot advantage? Because, no. uh, for instance, Cam's at 10, is at five under, DJ's at three under. I mean, he already, DJ is or costs more and are, is already two strokes behind. I think it's just built into reputation and player and all that. So I think, it, I think I go, going by prices probably makes sense. But yeah, I mean, okay. two strokes makes a difference. And you give me, I mean, you give me Cam versus DJ and I start minus two. I'm going to take Cam every day. I mean, you get DJ versus Sam Burns plus twenty five hundred. I mean, that's that's yeah. that, that's that. I mean, JT versus Sam Burns, not DJ, but uh, CJ versus Sam Burns and a stroke and twenty two hundred. And I mean, and Sam Burns, you, Sam Burns, and playing better too. I like Sam Burns a lot this week. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Harris English a lot this week, eighty seven, and he's also four under. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue against that English at all. Been playing well, and I think slides through when you put him. You put him next to Xander and above Morikawa and Hovland and Brooks. Like I just, you think who's clicking on Harris Lingus in that range? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, let's go down to uh, the next tier here. The obligatory Abe answer at ninety six. Uh, Rory McIlroy ninety three. Let's go Xander eighty nine. Harris uh, English eighty seven. Sam Burns eighty five. We'll kind of cut it off at that. Uh, what what's your yeah oh actually no and Morikawa's at 83 my god Morikawa he's a Morikawa how are we how are we ignoring him at 83 too what Scott we'll start with you at these guys in this next year 
Uh, first of all, I think Morikawa was hurt. Um, yeah, he's, so hit, he's hit the ball so badly the last two weeks. It's like a completely different human out there. It's it's so he was lost. He's actually lost strokes tee to green two straight weeks after not doing that since September of 2020 at the U.S. Open. Like I mean, it's it's an it's an unbelievable. Something's wrong with him for sure. Yeah, he tweaked his back at the yeah, Olympics. Yeah, and, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm staying away. I, I hate back injuries. I don't like injured guys anyway. Uh, I'm just they don't like so- you. That's true. I'm so, I, I think I have to go Rory here in this range. I think it's going to be a little bit of a, I mean, talk about a high percentage guy. You get Rory and I think everybody's going to be on him. He's only starting at minus two too, but uh, he struggled a little bit on approach the last couple of weeks. That worries me a little bit, really good tee to green and, uh, and off the tee, which is going to be big here. You want to, you got to hit the ball in the fairway on the, on these fairways, but he's won twice at this course. I think a lot of people are going to be on him, but uh, I also like English kind of the point you mentioned playing really well in this range where I think he kind of goes. Uh, I think he kind of goes under owned when you when you put him between Xander and Morikawa and Hovland. I think it's hard to it's hard for people to click English, and I think that's a, a guy that I like in a tournament like this. Well, we're agreeing too much this week. It's making uh, for it's... boring content, but I, I like English <laughs> a lot. I would I would actually kind of fade Rory. I, I feel like he's just, right. um, some of the comments, even though he played well last week, it just I sense a little bit of fatigue with Rory, and maybe starting to think about the Ryder Cup or just kind of done with this this FedEx this year this moment. So if you're looking for guys around, I think Shoffley is a guy, gold medalist building towards the Ryder cup, aggressive player. Uh, he, play, with, he plays, he plays awesome here too. Yep. Another, another solid course history. Um, so I would probably lean Shoffley over Rory. I still like English a lot of this basket of, of guys that you've presented here though. If you go, if you, you just, really? if you just go stroke play last year, Xander would have won too. He had the best stroke play over the four rounds. He just didn't win. Cause he started behind, but he, he beat everybody last year too. Yeah. You've been reading a lot of Doug Ferguson and your Rory hate there, but, uh, I'm a fantasy. He's on my fantasy team. So I just, I wallow in it, you know, just like, God, I thought I was going to catch Rory on a, like a kind of a bounce back season. And it's been more of, uh, just a slow, slow slide, uh, (laughs) down, unfortunately. Yeah. He came up big back. I came back, came up big over the weekend. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's let's look at that next year. I like Sam Burns a lot too. I think we said that already, but I like him a lot. Victor Hovland at eight thousand, Brooks at seventy eight, Louis at seventy six, Sung J M at seventy three. I mean, if you're grouping these four, how do you not go with him? I I don't know. Great, he's cheaper. I, is it just? Are you concerned about ownership level, Scott? A little, I, I am. I just, I mean, I wonder if everybody's going to go Brooks when you get eight, under 8,000, you go to Brooks. But I, I just worry the yeah. tournament like this where Brooks is eight back, if he just, if he doesn't really go off the first two days, how much we're going to see on the weekend. Um, I hate to be boring, but I love, I love Sung Jay. He's gained on approach eight straight weeks. Uh, there's a lot of guys in this field that are kind of up and down on approach right now. He's not one of them. I uh, gained off the tee in four straight. He putted huge last week. He's a good putter, but he putted really huge last week to finish wherever he finished third. I think he finished third. Um, he's starting at minus three, though. So he's like a, a little bit above some of these guys in the range. 7,300. Um, yes, I'm worried about ownership percentage. And yes, I'll probably still uh, be eating some of that chalk. I, I love Sungjae right now. Or we'll say roster ship just to try to roster ship. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, no, it was me that started that. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Uh, and it's so easy to say that. But yeah, and I, I said, you know, but. We're trying to change our nomenclature here. It takes a while. Sometimes we're going to get it wrong, but we're going to work on that a little bit there. But I, I just, I think M is just a no brainer there. Uh, the way he's playing. Um, yeah. I, I just think that that was one of, I think that was like the first guy I clicked. And it's like, because you need these guys to fit. You need some of these cheaper guys to make everything fit. Anyhow. Yeah. Give me the guy that's going to get a ton of birdies. I think. Yeah. Kepka also tempting off the tier. He would be my second choice, but I agree. I just like, 
uh, what my mouse, my cursor went right to M when I saw it as I was moving down. Same thing. Right. Just coming in hot, great price. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I can't use them in one and done. I think it, I wouldn't anyhow, but uh, at any rate, uh, we'll get to that later. And in fact, before we get to the next tier, a quick note from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, let's hit the next tier. Uh, so, Brooks, uh, we, we, we hit up those guys. Scotty Scheffler, 68. Kokrak, 66. Decky at 64. Corey Connors, 62. Kevin Na, 6,000. Jeff Ritter, who do you like in this bunch? Yeah, I don't. Uh, it feels. Uh, or anybody. I don't want to abandon a uh, friend of the show, Corey Connors, here <laughs> in this moment uh, where 15 million's on the line. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as big on this tier. I almost want to go a little farther down the list to finish the build, especially if you started you with Rom or you try to. But I think off this tier, I, I I'm kind of on to Corey Connors. I know we talk we talk about Scheffler a lot. That he's just a guy that you feel like is going to break through at some point. It's just not happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen next tour season for Scotty Scheffler. I think. Um, although he's, it would be an interesting one. If he actually, you know, won this week or came close, does, does he get a rider? There's, I feel like there's a rider cup possibility there with him. I think there's one. I think, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's him. I think it's him or English for that last spot. Yeah. So he's got that. There's an extra carrot there for him and for Harris English. Um, Mm -hmm. so to me, that makes it, um, I probably would lean Scheffler off the tier. I uh, I really like Scheffler in this uh, in this tier. Sixty eight hundred. He hit the ball really well last week. Uh, lost strokes putting, so it didn't really show. But gained four point one approach. Gained four on uh, tee to green. And he's just been good on tough courses and big events. We've talked about a bunch, you know, in majors and big events at tough courses. He's played really well. Um, I think he's a guy that can't win this week. I mean, he's starting nine back. I don't think there's a chance that he wins, but, and there's just too many guys. It's not this one guy at him. There's, you know, whatever, 14, 18 guys ahead of him. 
but I think he's a guy that could could sneak into the top 10, really make a, a nice run and, and play really solidly, get a lot of DraftKings points, maybe sneak into some standings points. He's one of my favorite plays. Uh, I like a lot of guys. I like a couple guys in the 5,000s a lot, but in the 6,000s. Um, Corey Connors will be second for me, but I think Shuffler's going to be a lot of my teams. Yeah, no Decky for you. I thought you're pretty loyal to Decky usually. I'm. I love Decky to death, but I think he's a little fried since the Olympics. The game has has been a little bit off since he got back, and I just I, I think it's been a long year. Um, you know, winning the major, then the then the then the Olympics in his in his home country. I just think he's a little bit fried right now. I, I love him, but I'm not going to be playing him this week. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that that is fine. Uh, let's move on to the five thousand tier where really good adult, golfers still exist. Daniel Berger, 58. Patrick Reed, back from double pneumonia at 57. Joaquin Neiman, 56. Sergio, hit the ball already, 56, 54. Stuart Sink, 52. Billy, 51. Billy Horsell, 51. And Van Royen took some time off from hitting team markers to make it just to put on an incredible run to get wow. in at 5,000. Scott, what do you like? You said you like this tier. Who do you like? I do. I mean, I just, I, I don't, I'm worried about ownership, uh, sorry, rostership, caught myself. Um, I just don't know how I get away from Daniel Berger at the price. 5,800, I know he's starting at even, but he's gaining approach 12 straight weeks, large in many of those weeks, gained in T to green six straight weeks. He just putted really badly the last two weeks. He played really well on Sunday, which I like to see. He's number one in this field in the last 24 rounds in shot gains approach, which is a, a huge key to cat out here. The, the greens are tough. Getting up and down here is tough. The greens are really fast. You want to be on the green putting for birdie. 5,800, I, I imagine everybody has him, but you, know, you just never know. But uh, I, I, think I'm, I don't think I'm going to have any teams without him at 5,800. And then on the other side, I like, I like Joaquin Neiman a lot at 5,600. Hit it well last week, gained 3.9 approach, 4.4 on T to green, just putted badly again. Um, I think I'm going to play a lot of lineups with both these guys in it and then get really aggressive at the top. So I think that uh, I'll have Berger everywhere and I'll have, I'll, have, I'll have Neiman a bunch also. Love them both. I'd add uh, Van Royen also. Um, beware the golfer who enters hot, the last man in the yeah. field. Uh, tempting as, as the lowest price in the field. Uh, maybe he can keep it going. A streaky player uh, when he's hitting the ball well and not the tee box well. Uh, tee, <laughs> he runs marker. hot, though. He definitely yeah, runs hot. I, like I like the fire. I want someone who's going to wants to be there uh, and wants to, uh, you know, run up a bunch of birdies, but I agree. I think, I think Berger off the tier, like I can't believe he's been under, he's been underpriced in DraftKings all summer long. It feels like, so why not one more week? Um, I, I think he's the play off the 5,000 tier, but um, is you uh, a fire on your team for five grand. If you build, you build your roster with some of the bigger price guys and stick Van Royen in there. I, I'd be fine with that. I mean, he hit the ball really well last week. He gained like six and a half on approach. He's probably hit the ball approach probably better than anybody last week. Um, how low percentage is Patrick Reed this week if he actually ends up teeing it up? Um, is is he listed? Low. I don't know. He must be listed. He is somewhere. listed at fifty seven hundred. I in fact, when I saw that uh, on our optimizer that he was listed at fifty seven, I went to. I actually reserved an entry in the twelve dollar uh, albatross on DraftKings, and there he is at fifty seven. So you can play him if you want to. You can leave he, your friends behind. He's going. He he's not any friends, so you don't leave on, them behind. He's on. He's on a bus uh, on the way there. So apparently, he is intending on playing. So uh, I, I can't imagine anybody takes him because it could be uh, an early WD or all that. But if you want, uh, you want, you want low percentage in a field like this, I guess you go there. But uh, I don't think I can do it. Does isn't it just one? You you tee off and you yeah. make your money. So. But in, I can in draft, see the ceremonial in, Patrick Reed tee shot. Sure, right? You got to pay a bunch of money, and then in DraftKings, obviously, that does not help you very much. 
the ceremonial uh, get DQ'd by moving the ball in the bunker, Patrick Reed play too. And then oh, I man. I as, so as someone who Reed. has him in our league, I'd take it. I'd take, I'd take the money earned and we'll call it a day. Yeah, I, I want Reed to show up. Just embrace it. Just show up in a ski mask and have your briefcase out. Just hit a tee shot, WD, and just like put the put the money right here in my bag on the on the way yeah, out. What yeah, I, what go all out. Have have Gary Player's son be your caddy too while we're <laughs> at it. There, he's got a. He's probably got to play four rounds to make the Ryder Cup team. He's got. He's got to yeah. show that he's ready. Right. I think that's the reason he's playing. For sure. I yeah. I mean, I think he's got a. It would take a lot, especially you know. Reading the tea leaves it would be a difficult, a complicated addition to the locker room. So he better he needs to he needs to play his butt off to make a case this week. Yeah. Bryson paired with Reed. Who says no? Just just do it. Like that way, nobody right. else nobody else has to play with either one of them. You just make one group the problem, and you just go with it. They probably both embrace it. They probably both love it. Steer into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Captain America and the Hulk. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got. We're up against the hour. We got to go. That's quick because I know Scott's got some stuff. Let's get into our bets real quick. It's an impossible event to bet. So you can either bet to win the FedEx Cup or just to win the Stroke Play tournament. Um, if I'm betting to win the FedEx Cup, I'll probably put some money on Rom. The, the odds are insane, plus three fifty starting four back. But I think he's going to win. I think the Stroke Play is a little more interesting. I like. Uh, I like JT fourteen to one. I like yep. Berger at 25 to one and I like Sungjae at 30 to one and maybe a couple bucks on Neiman at 45 to one. Those are pretty good lines for only a 30 man field. And you get those guys at the bottom, like they just can play free and loose and can, can fire at pins. So I think I'm going to be more, a little more interested in the stroke play bet. Um, Berger, Sungjae, Neiman for sure at those prices. I, I definitely get to go with Berger in the stroke play portion. I think I'm still, I'll throw something down on Rom at four to one. Why not? I mean, we think he's going to win. I, then let's do it. It's not, it's terrible odds, but I mean, this is sort of, you're, it, it you're feels, starting, it on feels, second, starting on second it, base. So feels like his year to win, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, it does. It sure does. It, it really it does. does. I don't, it just feels like it with the Memorial stuff and him having to uh, disqualify to come back in the US Open. It just, it feels like we're going to see him hoisting that trophy on Sunday. I just, I have a pretty good feeling that's going to happen. Yeah, I've got, uh, and then I would, I would still also go with uh, Harris English on a straight ticket. And for my one and done, just to jump the question because I know we're up against it, I didn't use Patrick Cantley all year. I don't know how that happened, but here we are. I'm gonna hit the button for Patrick Cantley and hope I finish out of uh, somewhere better than 40th out of 43 spots in our one you, and done league. So you should have, you should have pulled an Erickson and played him last week because that's the gem that he is. Yeah, I did use him at my second winner this week, this season. Which gets me to eleventh place. Uh, you know, there's you know, shoes just killing us in that one. There's a bunch of people that have two winners, a couple that have three, three people that have three. So, uh, anyway, Scott, who did you use? I'm going. I'm going. Bryson. I'm just. Go, I don't haven't used him yet. He's up at the top. He's at minus seven to start. I've used Cantlay, Finau, and Rom and Cam Smith. I just. I'm going. I mean, I, I got to take the, the head start if I'm going to get it. Uh, I don't have to root for him actively because I won't bet him. But uh, I got to use him at some point. So I'm going to go Bryson. I'm going Sam Burns. I like that was it. My, uh, is he Cam Smith or Louie? And we talked about not liking injuries. I'm going to end up not using Louie all year. I was saving him for one of these playoff events, and then he withdrew with the neck thing, and I just don't think he's right right now. It's always funny. We always talk about, you know, I'm going to use somebody so I can save someone else. I always end up with a couple of guys at the end that I never used that I probably should have. I, I got to really think about that uh, when I go. Yeah, Burns is 20, like starts off 21st, at least according to the listing here for our office football thing. I only had two in the top 20 I didn't use, Louie and Cam Smith. Cam Smith, I regret not using. Actually, Louie too. Louie's, Louie's a good man. I like him. 
good quality competitor. All right, that's going to wrap up to, uh, this week's gaming golf. We'll have a Ryder Cup preview in a couple of weeks, uh, and we'll, so we'll be dark next week, and then we'll uh, be back you know, sometime in the winter. Sometime we'll do a, a season preview issue, uh, but uh, we'll take a little time off after the Ryder Cup. Thanks for uh, tuning in all season. Please uh, hit that subscribe channel on on YouTube on our RotoWire's YouTube Golf channel, and also please check out uh, Jeff's article on SI Golf and Morning Read as well. And uh, we thank you for uh, patronizing us, listening to us all season long. Take care. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.